Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 201. Hello. We're in the 200s. It's like a whole new world over here. I I don't know what's going to happen because everything else right now seems like exactly the same as it was last week uh, due to, um, you know, never leaving the apartment except to go get groceries and take a walk. (laughs) Oh, it's funny. It's just like the other eight weeks before that. Oh, boy. Uh, how, how are you guys doing? I think a lot of places are changed a little bit. Um, some for the better, some for not the better. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm thinking of all of you. Um, today's blogcast is a little bit, uh, coronavirus specific. I'm not mostly talking about it. Uh, just because like, it's just like, there's so much of it, and if, I, I feel like I want to do and read and listen to everything but coronavirus-type stuff. Um, but I decided to write this piece because it seemed like it might be helpful. Uh, it's about wearing masks, and here in New York, we are required to wear them wherever you cannot do social distancing. So really that means, you know, everywhere. If you're by yourself on the street, you don't need to wear one. Uh, Or like if you can keep uh, far enough away from other humans, you're good. But for the most part, given the density of the population here, uh, for the most part, we're just in them all the time if we leave our apartments. So uh, that's not so much fun. I'm certainly not enjoying it. Uh, They are not comfortable or uh, pleasant in any way. Um, And unlike a theater mask, they don't do anything for your performance, you know, vibe, aside from make you look a little creepy. Whee! Uh, But I thought it might help to talk about a couple of the things that I have run into over the years in working with masks, because there's not a lot of us who do a lot of work in masks. And I am one of those people. So uh, maybe without further ado, let me go ahead and read you tips on masks from a mask theater person. The masks we're all wearing these days are not the sort that would play on stage. You'd have to use them if you were playing a naturalistic surgical scene, but otherwise, these protective masks are awfully hard to express oneself in. They may be very important for not spreading the virus, but they are lousy theater masks. Even so, I've been trying to figure out how to apply what I've learned from years of mask work to these terrible, untheatrical, but incredibly important, medical ones. First is, once it's on, don't mess with it. On stage, it ruins the illusion if you touch your mask. Actors will go through all kinds of machinations to avoid being seen adjusting a mask in front of the public. Many will just ride out an uncomfortable mask and deal with the elastic injuries later. Out in coronavirus world, if you adjust your mask, you bring whatever you had on your fingers up to your face, putting you at more risk. Touching your mask once it's on moves possible infection around. 
This is why it's best to try and work out the fit with clean hands before you go out in the world. Second, no one can see what you're doing with your face under your mask. If you're smiling, we don't know. If you're gritting your teeth with murderous rage, we don't know. That's why on stage, masked performers learn how to express stuff with the body. Sad? We'll see it in the tilt of the head. Mad? We'll see it in your balled-up fists. If you're finding yourself alienated in your inexpressive face covering, try communicating more with your body. Give a thumbs up. Do a happy shoulder shimmy. If you go too big with all this stuff, people might think you're a strange clown, but at least you'll have an actual human-to-human exchange with that person six feet away from you who definitely can't see the crinkle in your eyes to indicate your smile. Trust me on that point. No one knows you're smiling at them. Third, don't be a mask hole. There's an effect that can happen with some people where putting on a mask makes them feel invulnerable and anonymous, and it turns them into mask holes. When I worked front of house on Punch Drunk's Mask of the Red Death, wherein everyone in the audience wore a mask, we saw extraordinarily bad behavior from many masked audience members. There were people who seemed perfectly nice and reasonable before and after the show, but as soon as the mask went on, they became holy terrors. They'd steal things from the rooms. They'd get belligerent with actors and staff. They got in the way a lot. You might have noticed this effect at Halloween. Similarly, in those early days of coronavirus, there were a handful of people in masks and lots of people not in them. Almost inevitably, the people who one had to be the most careful of were those in masks. They'd get very close, pass right next to you, barrel forward in the grocery store, and so the term mask hole was coined. Now we're meant to all wear masks when we're outside our homes, and I'm worried about the increase in potential mask holes. One article I read said that part of the reasoning to insist on masks was to help encourage people to be more careful. But I cannot imagine, given how many people behave in masks, that it will do that. It's likely that it will encourage the opposite. A mask provides such a strong illusion of safety. I fear we're bound to see people in them getting closer to each other than they've been before. Why not? They have masks. They feel safe now. So, you know, try not to be a mask hole. Fourth, it takes time to get to know what you can do in a mask. It will be alienating for a while. At the moment, everyone looks sort of automaton-y and apocalyptic. But I think there's hope for a more expressive way of wearing our protective gear. Maybe we can develop a smile substitute that we can do from six feet away. I was going to suggest using the ASL sign for smile, but it, it appears to involve touching your face. So we're going to need a hands-away-from-the-face gesture that suggests you're smiling at someone behind the mask. Maybe like... One jazz hand? I don't know. 
We need something for sure. I really miss being able to exchange smiles with the few people I get to see out in the world. Fifth, no one can hear you through a mask. On stage, you'd probably just have a character in masks like these be silent. Out in the real world, you will have to speak, probably. You'll have to speak more loudly than you're used to to get through those layers of fabric, and it's going to feel weird because it is. Nobody sounds good or clear from behind a mask. That's why gestures work so much better than actual talking. Maybe it's time we really all learned sign language. I'm hoping some of my fellow mask theater folk will be finding theatrical ways to deal with these unwieldy, unesthetic masks. I've seen some who've designed dog snout masks, another who's made a changeable smiling mask. I think if this goes on for a while, and it does seem likely to go on for a while, we will eventually see some exciting developments for this kind of mask. Meanwhile, stay safe, everyone. And don't be a mask hole. So this one was a month ago that I wrote, uh, and I don't know if a lot has changed since then. I do think... Uh, there's fewer people wearing the masks, interestingly. (laughs) Like, there's a lot of mask relaxation. There's a lot of wearing the mask upon the chin and carrying the mask in the hand. There's a lot of that. I also see people who, like, go and talk to their friends and they take their mask off to go talk to their friends. It's like, no, this is the moment you should be keeping the mask on, my friends. This now. Now is actually the time while you're you know, talking and sending particles out into the world. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the other thing that I've noticed is that the, the gesture that I want more than anything is the, like, half smile. Because anything, the, the problem is, you know, if you're going to make eye contact with strangers or talk with like I'm not talking with anybody but like there are people I pass on the street who I want to be like oh hey what's up and you can't do like a hey like a half like a half anything you do is like big right so if I want to greet someone it's like in order to be seen it has to be like a big head nod and it's much more much more visible if like my hair is up and it's big and it's floofy you know So, like, when I nod my head, my hair is like, hello, I'm nodding at you. But, like, you don't always want to be that committed. I mean, I don't. Not in New York City where we're not really supposed to be greeting each other on the street, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. So sometimes you do. And uh, I just find, like, I want want a, like, tiny thing, like a a way to say, uh, I'm sort of smiling at you, but it's not a full committed situation, so don't be freaked out, and hello, and it's really not a big deal, so don't freak out. I don't know what that gesture is. It feels like it just like wants one, like one finger up, like um, not really waving, but here's a little thing. Anyway, I, I, I guess like I didn't realize how often I sort of half smiled at people. And uh, there's just no half smiling when you're wearing a mask. It just is not possible. And I find that frustrating. But uh, I do 
I don't know. I, I feel like any expression, like you, if you're, if you can see an expression, you're too close. <laughs> so yeah, full body, like nodding and like waving and whatnot. Those are, those are ideal. Yeah. Uh, mm. So if anybody f- finds the like perfect half gesture, I would be delighted to learn about it. Please share. Uh, you need those, like, what do they call them? Loose ties. You need a loose tie wave. It's not really a wave because, like, a wave is too much. I waved at this old guy on the street, and he was like, keep back. And I was like, don't worry. <laughs> anyway, it's not. It's, the full wave was was too much for that guy. Uh, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, those are some hot tips. Hot tips from a theater maker on mask wearing um also i hate it like i really hate it i love masks you put me in a you know a comedia mask put me in a naive larval mask put me in a neutral any old mask i love them all day long i the the wackier the better but these you know uh protective masks uh, are not for me not 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 do i enjoy them one bit but i am wearing them so Yes. Okay. Um, so the song today <laughs> is kind of perfect, I have to say. I'm not saying the song, my recording of it is not perfect, but the song itself is exactly right for this moment. And it is not a song I knew before. I looked it up because I looked up songs about masks. And uh, it's just the right thing. Because it is called Behind the Mask, right, by Fleetwood Mac. And the first two lines are, don't you come too close to me. You're dangerous, can't you see? Which is everyone right now, right? (laughs) So it had to be done. It had to be done. Um, It does have a little bit of that funny, like, emphasis on a weird wrong word occasionally. So it did take me a minute to learn it. Um, But I did learn it. And uh, and it it is here for you now. Before I play that for you, uh, just want to let you know that there's a third episode out of The Dragoning and that fundraising campaign is almost over. So I'll shut up about it soon. Uh, Link to that is in the show notes. Um, And then if you want to support this podcast, which would be amazing, uh, you can give it five stars in Apple. Um, In in my push to get a bunch of five-star ratings on the new podcast, on The Dragoning, I uh, doubled my five-star rating on uh, Apple Podcasts for this one Um, because I was like, while you're at it, if you're clicking, give me five. Um, So I got a few more of those. So thank you to um, those of you who did that. Uh, and if you feel like adding to the mix, it does actually help kind of raise your your profile in, in Apple, um, which, of course, I have weird feelings about. But <laughs> um, And if you'd like to support this podcast even more, uh, you can tell someone about it, share it with somebody, um, or you can throw some uh, financial support to me and the podcast. Uh, patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. There's also Kofi and PayPal. All those links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. And um, 
If you discover anything about mask wearing over the next, you know, amount of time, let's be vague about that, over however long it is for us all, wherever you are, uh, let me know because I'm, I'm actually fairly curious about that. Yeah, so uh, without further ado, I give to you Fleetwood Macs. Oh, wait, there will be some more ado. I forgot that I built, <laughs> I didn't really build. Um, in the song, there's a moment where, uh, like, it, it's a Christy McVie song, um, but uh, there's a moment where you hear, like, Stevie Nicks go, like, ah. Uh, and I didn't sing it because, like, I just couldn't, I couldn't find the, the Stevie Nicks in my heart to, to, to do it for you. But I thought, oh, if you feel like you want to ah for a while like Stevie Nicks, there is an opportunity in this song for you. Um, and you'll, and, and I'm going to tell you when it is. So when it comes up, if you feel like singing an ah, you can, you can be Stevie Nicks. Uh, and that is, there's like a little instrumental break. Um, and then I'm going to play like a, a, a chord, a D chord. Um, although it's technically, uh, an E because I've got the capo up too, but whatever. <laughs> I play the same chord for a little while after having played a bunch of, um, just sort of instrumental guitar stuff. So then is your moment to, ah, like Stevie Nicks. Um, so this is a, a sing-along version of Behind the Mask by Fleetwood Mac. Don't you come too close to me You're dangerous Can't you see You can make And it ever did, ever did before. It's a devil's disguise, angel in black. And I recognize the face behind the mask. It's a devil's disguise, angel
face behind 